Man, um, I'm incredibly thankful for, um, for this group back here. Um, it is so cool. I think it's so amazing to have a group of, um, that is a part of Sanctuary Youth lead us in worship. I think that that is so beautiful. And I hope you guys understand, um, when you get here on a Wednesday night, this team up here has already been here for uh, about an hour, hour and 15 minutes um, working on stuff in, in, for one reason. Um, and it's cool because we get to gather with them and talk about this a lot. But for one reason... And that's simply to lead you guys to the foot of the cross, like to to usher us into the presence of Jesus, to celebrate his presence, to celebrate him um, together before we, to kind of focus our hearts. Y'all have a ton going on, a ton going on. When you come in here, there's distractions all around you, all over the place. And when you come in here, um, this is an opportunity for us to just quiet our hearts and celebrate and think about him and sing about who he is and his characteristics. And so um, for those of you who are a part of the worship team, I just want to say thank you. Um, y'all are awesome, and it is so cool to get to get to serve alongside y'all. And Sonny and Brad and Chris, um, who are not students, but, um, but they lead this team really well. So thank y'all. So much. Um, all right, so we're going to dig into this uh, tonight, and then we're going to get into small groups. I've just got a couple questions for you tonight, and I feel like as I've been looking at this, um, this I am statement, it's probably more brought up questions for me than it has brought up answers. And so I don't know that I'm going to give you a lot of answers tonight, okay? I don't know that I'm going to lead you in this incredible revelation tonight. I'm probably more just going to open your mind to ask a couple questions of yourself and what you believe, because I think that's what Jesus was trying to tell his disciples and get his disciples to understand. So I want to ask you this question uh, before we get started, okay? I'm going to ask you to fill in the blanks of this statement, okay? My name is, oh, uh, hang on, we got to clear that. There we go. My name is, okay, that's, you would put your name there. And I am, and I'm going to let you just kind of finish that. So if you would turn to the person next to you who you probably know and say, my name is so-and-so, and I am what? What would you put? I am what? My name is, and I am what? You got you to turn. You got to turn. All right. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that the answer is coming from this row have nothing to do with anything, right? Not serious at all. Okay. Is that true? All right. So here's what I'm going to do. So maybe we can get to know uh, some of you. Um, Will somebody just, would somebody want to raise your hand and and answer this for me? Okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Here we go. Y'all, this is Lily, okay? What you got, Lily? An extrovert, okay, cool. Wow, totally, totally could see that. That's dangerous, I'm gonna go over here. All right, let's go in the back. Yeah. An Enneagram type two, okay, okay, I'm interested with this one, Eli. A Giants fan. Okay, dangerous. Okay, what you got? My name is Emma. And I'm a Bulldogs fan, okay? Shh, 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 shh. Say it again. My name is 
My name is Evie, and I'm a Christ follower. Love that. See, all y'all's answers, you're like, oh, man, I should have said that. Okay. Is this, is this for real? It's not. Okay. Okay, go. Okay, go. Okay, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. All right. Okay, okay, in the back. Whoa. Everybody's like, oh, she's such a good Christian. Okay. Um, all right, we'll go one more, one more. Hi, I'm Aubrey, and I'm an Aubrey. And you're an, what? Okay, okay, I don't, I don't, maybe I missed, I must have missed something. I must have missed something. All right. Hey, um. However you answered this, let's talk about this for just a second. Because what we've been talking about the last six weeks is Jesus' statements of, I am this. Jesus is speaking to people. He's trying to give an explanation in a way that they would understand. And he says, I am this. It's interesting how we would answer this. Because sometimes the I am can mean certain things. Um, So sometimes, like the one that we studied a couple weeks ago when Jesus says, I am the good shepherd He's saying, I am this for the purpose of giving a characteristic of himself. And I think that our I am statements tonight, this shows maybe something about us, but it maybe shows some capabilities that we may have or that Jesus has here. So sometimes when we say I am, it kind of shows off some of our capabilities. Let me give you a quick explanation. So um, let's say, for instance, that... uh, that you're, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you. It has never happened to me. I've kind of seen it in like a show or something like that. But let's say that you're in a restaurant, right? You're in a restaurant, you're having a nice meal, and all of a sudden, there's kind of this like confusion or chaos over here at another table, and you're like, what is going on? And people are gathering around this one table, and you realize that there's kind of a panic, okay? And, and then all of a sudden, you, you kind of overhear somebody say that he's having, this, this person, he's having a heart attack or something like that. And so there's a big problem uh, going on, and something over here has happened. Now, typically, when I've seen it in shows or if you've seen it in real life, you have somebody who kind of takes charge, who's more of the dominant personality, and they get in there, and they would shout out something like, like what? Like they would shout out something. Yeah, yeah. So they would shout out something like, Call 911. Quick, somebody call 911. Now, hang on, hang on. This is just a scenario, by the way. So so you have quick, somebody call 911. And now sometimes, sometimes, if in this situation um, it just so happens that uh, a very good thing happens, somebody might step forward, Okay? In kind of a heroic act and hopefully an act of rescue, they would step in and say, um, hey, I heard there's something wrong. I am what? A superhero. Okay, CPR. Doctor. I am a doctor. Okay, so listen. So think about this. This person steps in, and as they say, I am this, there's something really interesting that happens here that I think we see what Jesus comments Um, have to say. Jesus wants to communicate this to his disciples, that there is a need and that he is the answer, okay? When that person comes in and says, I am a doctor, he's coming in and stating this because there is a need at hand, and he is saying, I think I can help, and I think that I am the answer. So let's go to our passage this morning. It's John 14, or this morning, this tonight. Uh, John 14, 
1 through 8. So let me read this, okay? We're going to read it all the way through and see what happens here. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that, you, that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am and you know the way to where I am going. Now, at this point, Jesus is speaking to his disciples, okay? We've seen a couple, uh, a couple of these I am statements. He's speaking them to other people, to the Pharisees, um, but he is speaking this to his disciples. He's with his disciples, and this is really interesting, okay? And I got to uh, preach one Sunday, and I got to talk about Thomas, you know, doubting Thomas, the one who was like, um, no, I'm never going to believe that Jesus was here and came back until I uh, put my fingers through the holes in his hands until I touch his hands. And that's totally me. Thomas's um, personality is very critical and doubtful, and that's totally me. Okay, um, so Thomas speaks up, and he says, no, we don't know, Lord. We don't know. Jesus is saying, you know the way where I am going. You know the way where I am going. And Thomas says, we don't know that. No, we don't know that. I don't understand what you're saying right now. Jesus, we don't know what you're talking about. He says, we have no idea where you are going. So how can we know the way? How can we know the way? And Jesus told them, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would know who my Father is. And this is beautiful. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. And Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. So Jesus', Jesus I am statements here come out of a recognition of a need within us that I believe we all have. When Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, he's speaking from what he knows is necessity in the lives of the disciples and in our lives. Okay, When he says, I am the way, he's going I am the way because you need a way. And when he says, I am the truth, he's saying, I am the truth because you need a truth. You need truth in your life. And I am uh, the life because you need life. You are dead. You need life. And see, why Jesus had to make it clear that he is the. So here, we're going to talk about a couple things here. And I just want to pose a couple questions. Here's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm just going to give you a couple questions. So if you're taking notes, I'm going to give you three very distinct questions. And what I want you to do is, you don't have to mull over these right now, but, but when you go home or, or if you study later, um, I want you to think about these. Maybe if you're driving on your way home, I want you to think about these three questions. So Jesus had to make it clear that he is the. Why did he have to make it clear? Why did he have to clarify to his disciples that he is the, the only, the way? So he says this, I am the way to the Father and to eternity in heaven. I am the way. Here's, here's why. And we experience this now. I bet you experience this um, maybe on a daily basis, but it's probably around you. Culture wants to tell us, culture wants to tell us that there are many ways. There's not just one ways, one way. There is many ways to get there. There is a, um, an, uh, uh, um, a kind of, some, um, a, a big name in Eastern religion. His name is Shalomi. Shalomi. Okay, kind of an interesting name. I like it. Um, he says this. Listen to what he says. I want you to hear what he says, okay? I want you to hear what he says. He says, do not exalt any path above God, right? So do not, do not hold high one path. Don't hold high one path above God. There are many paths that lead to God. <clears throat> 
So people are capable of finding and following the ways that suit them, provided they don't stand still. So here is what culture probably wants to tell us, or maybe people around you who, when they hear about, if they think about Christianity, some people, they think, man, they just, why do they have just one, why, they have just one view, they're so narrow-minded, there, there could be many, there could be many of views, there could be so many all, everywhere, and so this guy's saying people are capable of finding and following the ways that suit them, like you can find your road to heaven for whatever you want, like whatever suits you, just go there and you're going to get to heaven. Just take that road and, and you're, going to, you're going to get to heaven. And that's, what, that's probably what people around us that want to believe. Like, hey, I, I think any road can get me there. If that's the case, then we would look at this when Jesus says, I am the way. And we would go, I think you're a liar. I think you're a liar. Because, because I think so many roads would get me there. Any road would get me there. And so I want to ask you this question, in your need for a way, because I believe you need it, like you need a way. If, if we believe in the gospel and what Romans says and all, all scripture says, we need a way out of the sin that we were born into. In your need for a way, do you believe that he is the one and only way? If Jesus says, I am the way, do you believe that he is the one and only way? I don't know if y'all have asked that in a while. Right? I mean, I don't, I don't know what y'all, what y'all believe here. Do you believe that he is the only way? There is no other way. He is the only way. And then Jesus says, I am the truth, the truth, the only truth. I think culture here would tell us that there is no absolute truth, like nothing is for certain. I think that's what we would see now. There's no absolute truth. There's a, um, a writer named Feriabend. I think I got that right. He says this. The only absolute truth is that there are no absolute truths. So, okay. The only absolute truth is that there's no absolute truths. Okay? And so this is kind of what maybe culture would tell us. And here's what I want to here's what I want to ask you. Jesus says that he, as the Son of God, is the truth, the only truth, that Scripture is filled with truth from beginning to end in your need for truth. You need truth in your life. You need truth. Do you believe that the word of God is the truth that you can follow? The only truth that you can follow. Do you believe that? Do you believe he's the only way? Do you believe that he is the only truth? Okay. And then he goes on to say, I am the life. Remember, these are three heavy statements. Like even if we think about these right now in our culture, right now, if somebody were to stand up and preach these, they would get all kinds of things written about them, uh, about, about what they're saying. So he says, I am the life. And culture would tell us that life comes from so many temporary things. Um, <clears throat> I've heard this, and this probably isn't popular anymore because I'm typically way behind on, like, the cool stuff. Um, but, like, for, for a while, and I don't know why, where this was popular, but, like, people were saying this thing that was, I'm just living my best life now. I'm just living my best life now. Nate posted that all over Instagram. No, you didn't. Okay. Um, uh, just living my best life now, right? The things that I am doing, this is life. This is, this is the life that I'm living, and it is my best. And Jesus says that he is the life. And so, I mean, what that tells me is that there is a need to have life, a need to communicate, hey, I have life right now. I have life. And so... Um, so in your need to have life, here's a question for you. In your need to have life, 
do you believe that he brings you from death to life? Do you believe that he brings you from death to life? Three questions I want you to ask tonight. I'm not going to give you a whole lot of direction on those. I just, want you to, I just want you to ask some questions about what it is that you believe. What it is that you believe. If Jesus claims these things, then we either believe them or we believe that there's some other way apart from what he claimed and what he said. And he made it very clear that he is the only one, that there are no other way, there's no other way, there's no other truth, and there's no other life. I thought this was kind of interesting. When you pull up, um, when you pull up maps on your phone, I don't know how, how often y'all use this. For like, a, um, for like a seventh and eighth grader with an iPhone, do y'all use maps? Like, oh, you do? But you can't drive. Do you walk? You do? Oh, you walk. Oh, pull it up and walk. Oh, yeah, they have the walking thing. Okay. So when you pull up, um, when you pull up maps, sorry, I'm sorry. When you pull up maps, um, Oh, I've got this uh, already pulled up. So when you pull up maps, I was hungry earlier, and so I looked up Otter's Chicken. But um, when, you pull up, when you pull up maps, um, I pulled up Otter's Chicken earlier. When you pull up maps to try and find a place, like I want to go here. This is where I want to go. You type it in. You find out where it is you want to go, and you hit directions, whatever, how many minutes. And then what happens? Yeah, okay. You get a couple options, all right? So maps kind of gives you this, hey, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a couple options. Okay, now let me ask you this question, because this is a serious question. And I'm going to go maybe to my older crowd right here, if that's okay, okay? Older crowd is driving, they want some otters, and you, or something like that, no, yes, okay. And you pull it up, and um, do you even, like, do you even go through the options? No, no, no. You just go to the first one. Like, it's like directions, go, forget the other options. This is, this is where I'm headed. Yeah. Is that just, that's, that's, so that's not just me. Like, I don't care much about the other options. It automatically gives me the fastest, and I'm going to go with the fastest. I'm so, I'm so quick to trust that it has chosen correctly, right? I think sometimes, like, when we're looking at this, you guys think about this, when, you're, when, when you are, maybe you don't even think about this phrase, but sometimes we don't even think about it. We're just so automatic to go, here's where I want to go, and I think this is what's going to get me there. Click. Let's go there. And what I want you to do tonight is maybe walk away tonight and not just go, sure, it's automatic, I'm going to continue to live how I'm living. My hope for you is that you stop and go, is Jesus really who he said he was here? Is he really the way? Is he really the way? Or am I just like, yeah, sure, but I got a couple other ways too. Is he really the truth? Like, do you, do you really believe that this, is, that this is truth for your life? Truth for your life. That when you live this, when you live this, live this out, live out scripture, that this is the truth that directs you and guides you. And do you really believe that he will truly give life? All I want you to do tonight, all I want you to do tonight is just ask a couple questions. I just want you to ask if you really believe that he is the truth, the way, and the life. So I think um, Christians, Christians, we can, um, how can, how can Christians think, how can we think that our way is right? 
How can we think that? When there's so many other things to believe, why, what, is, what is it about what we have, what is it about what Jesus said that we can think, man, this is it. This is the way, the truth, and the life. Um, I found this so interesting, and I have these back here. I'm going to um, probably have a couple people in the back, a couple leaders in the back, just kind of pass these down. Because we're not talking about a bunch of things, there was a couple things that I was like, oh, I don't, don't think I'm going to have time to teach these, but I really want to put these in the hands of students. I think there's a stack of them back there, um, and we can kind of pass them down the rows. But um, I thought this was so interesting. I was reading up on this passage, and there was something that said and was talking about that most of the main religions, most of the main religions like Buddhism, Hinduism, Mormonism, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, these, these, big, these big religions, did you know that they actually believe in the existence of Jesus? That most of them believe that Jesus walked the earth, that he walked the earth. So it's, it's, it's fascinating to me. I want you to see some of this, and so we're going to pass these out. And you can just kind of tuck these in. Don't throw them down on the floor or anything, but... Um, the debate about Jesus is centered on his authority and not on his existence. The belief about Jesus is centered on his authority, not on his existence. So they believe that Jesus walked the earth, but all of them say, no, he was not who he said he was. They believe that he was a good teacher, but if they believed he was a good teacher, and we see here that he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, that's a tough teaching to hold on to. So that's kind of the question that we ask. So here's what a question I want to ask you, kind of a question for your group as well. Do you have confidence in what you believe? That's a crazy question. Do you have confidence in what you believe? For those of you who are followers of Jesus, do you have confidence in what you believe? Or, or if you are not a follower of Jesus, do you have confidence in what you believe in something other than Jesus, in the way that you have chosen to believe in, do you have confidence in that? And how do we live and speak with confidence? How do we live and speak with confidence? Yeah, let's, let's ask these questions tonight. I'm going to pray for us, and I'm going to send you all to your, uh, <clears throat> to your small groups. And I'm going to ask something of you before we leave. So let me pray for us. Father, thank you so much. Um, thanks for your claims here. I believe it. I believe that you're the way, Father, and I know sometimes my life doesn't line up, that sometimes I may, I may begin to take a path that is not exactly what you said. I may begin to believe in a way that is not what you said, Father, but bring me back to the recognition and the understanding of what you said, that you are the only way to eternity in heaven. And, Father, you are the truth and you are the life. Father, allow us to ask those questions tonight. And just kind of think about those. Ask our small group leaders. Um, ask others in our group, what do you believe? Be open, honest, candid um, about, about all this stuff. So, Father, thank you so much for what you said, the things that you claimed, and what they mean for us and our life. Thanks for this group. Love that we get to hang out, gather together, together and, uh, and worship you and study your word and dig in deeper with our small group leaders and with those in our small group. Father, we love you. Thanks for tonight. It's in your name pray. Amen.